welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you this week. As a reminder, you can watch this entire show with all the visuals that go along with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. On this week's show, we talked about Caesars Palace, their last day one employee just retired. Find out what they did for him. Plaza has totally renovated Oscars. Another casino has flooded. And the big news of the week, Station Casinos announced yet another casino closure. Wild Wild West is going away. 110 acres freeing up. What will go there? We also talk about Sigma Derby, that famous old game. Is it gone for good? A new carousel bar is coming to Las Vegas. So much to talk about. As a reminder, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. You can find us in any podcast app or head to mtmvegas.com for all of our posts, videos, and podcasts about the city that you love. Thanks so much for listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, imagine you're floating in the pool at the Flamingo. You look up, people are like laughing and pointing at you and you have to imagine like what you did wrong. And then you look over to the side and there's a guy that looks exactly like you. Apparently two guys recently in Las Vegas met their doppelgangers while floating in the pool at the Flamingo. Is this a sign that we're in the simulation? I mean, I feel like they both had their doppelganger already. It was like Seth Rogen circa 2012 knocked up. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, we've actually seen like my wife uh, in college, we saw a doppelganger or somebody that looked very similar. I don't think these two looked exactly like identical twins or anything. Like you could definitely tell the difference, but it is kind of funny that they're in the pool together and they're like, hey, you kind of look like me and you're wearing glasses and a hat and I, you know, so that is kind of crazy. But I thought my first thought was, wow, that one, they, they look like Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the, the thing is like the vibe, right? They have the same kind of hat, same kind of glasses. And, you know, they're both uh, similar shape and size. So I think it was kind of cool. But it's, it's a neat made story. Up story. Made up story. <laughs> Mark, we talked uh, about Caesar's new dome. And even the video that they put out about the new dome in the casino as the entrance gets uh, rebuilt showed one of their original employees, a day one employee, uh, Benny Figgins. And he's now retiring. He started at the property April 27th, 1967. And uh, he's been a casino porter, a convention porter, a dishwasher, a busboy. And then since 1971, he's dealt blackjack in that famous Dome Casino. That's, I mean, can you imagine all of the things he's seen over that period of time to uh, to 55 I years? I don't want to work 55 years, much less at the same place for 55 years. So that's, that's very great. Much less that. dealing blackjack. <laughs> yeah. The thing that uh, kind of like upset me a bit was they're like, oh, Caesar said goodbye and they sent him home in a limo, which is cool. They're like, and they gave him a plaque and some some balls from the chandelier. I'm like, really? After 55 years, that's what, like, give him a statue or something. I don't I don't know. Like, that just seems so cheap to me for somebody that's been there since day one. I feel like it should have been a way bigger thing. It's funny. Yeah, it's it's they gave him a piece of the chandelier from the dome he worked in. But it's not even like they like cut down the chandelier or something. They were already destroying it. Because they were renovating the casino, so it all it all worked out. Corporate synergy right there. You know, the bean counters figured out a way to uh, to make it look good it for them. Like a ten thousand uh, dollar chip as a tip or something. You know, something like that. that yeah, really... I mean, at least they gave him the limo ride home. Uh, I guess so. Uh, he enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here's I mean, your here's your piece of chandelier. Like, throw it in there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Now, the other thing that was interesting in that article was it said that five years ago on the fiftieth anniversary. Uh, there was five day one employees, so he was the last of the day one employees. So the other four have since retired. I wonder what they did for them. Um, yeah, they're making a little bit of a PR stunt about it, but 
I, you know, we've seen Vegas change so much just in our lifetimes. Imagine since like the late 60s, you know, you have the old mob era of Vegas. Uh, you know, he worked his way up, but dealing blackjack in that dump since 71, so many uh, interesting things and people must have gone through there. And uh, he must have so many amazing stories to tell. Yeah, I'd love to hear him, his take on like what was the best era of Vegas and in which he enjoyed the best. And does he like it now or did he like it better back then? So it'd be really cool to just sit and have a drink with him and, and hear all that. Maybe we should set that up. <laughs> is he the one who kicked you well, out of or, hey, or tells you to you shush this, every time you well, no maybe uh if you watch this we'll give you something better than chandelier balls if you do, if you come on the show <laughs> there you go there you go but we can't promise any limo rides so uh we're, we're all out of some those cotton balls right. or something <laughs> <laughs> now we've talked about so many floods this year and it stopped raining in vegas i think for the most part it's been just hot but uh, Mandalay Bay flooded, so another one of these casinos with a pipe break. And uh, it's always fun to watch them because it's so, like, over the top. And this was, uh, this was no different. Tons of water all over the floor. I think it was a pipe break. There was no rain. So, you know, another flood. I guess we're just going to cover every single one now. Yeah, I guess just everybody in Vegas felt, you know, they were missing out. So they're just going to randomly break pipes and tanks and stuff to, to get on the news for having a flooded, <laughs> a flooded floor. But yeah, They figured out my strategy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody, say, somebody's like copycatting. <laughs> it looked just like your stay at the Atlantis with the the tank split and and water pouring out. But no, it's just kind of crazy how often this is happening this year. It's like the curse of water or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But it's uh, yeah. To see that level, you know, right in the lobby area, it's it just it had to be a nightmare. Well, I think the strip sort of building boom happened right in the '90s. So a lot of these buildings are getting to that age where you're probably going to have stuff like this and. Who knows, like, if they've kept up with all the maintenance they have to do. I don't know. But it's always interesting to see it. But it, it wasn't anything major. It didn't even make the news. So, uh, But it's always fun to, to watch the videos. What did make the news is Station Casinos. And I think by this point, Station Casinos is really uh, making lots of moves if you add up everything that we've covered over the last year. And uh, let's start with the fact that they announced they're closing Wild Wild West. Have you ever been to Wild Wild West? It's uh, oh. basically a truck stop. <laughs> I was going to say, when you said, like, uh, before the show, you're like, here's the mock-up they wanted to do in 2008, and then, you know, the economy went tanked and all that. So I'm like, okay, maybe they did nothing. Nope, there's a, a Days in Motel, and then they have, like, a casino attack. I'm like, so you went from building the biggest thing in Vegas to just rolling out with the trashiest place you could think of. <laughs> well, that already existed, so they were going to tear it down. Uh, in 2008 and build what they called Viva. And this was right at the time that City Center was kind of about a year away from completion. And City Center was costing $8 billion. Viva was going to cost $10 billion. And it's going to have over 5,000 rooms, multiple casinos, basically like a City Center project. And in comparison, City Center's on 66 acres. Viva was going to be on 110 acres. And uh, obviously that fell through because this was 2008. The market collapsed. They couldn't get financing for it. Station casinos eventually went into bankruptcy and uh, the Fertitas sort of lost control, then they got control back. And now Wild Wild West has sort of just sat there through all of it. It's like a little casino, basically a truck stop with a motel attached to it. But as I said, it's 110 acres on Tropicana, just across the freeway from the Strip. Is it basically Ellis Island, but without the cool restaurants? <laughs> I don't, I think uh, that would be an insult to Ellis Island. I haven't been there in about 10 no, years, they, but they, I would they, say... They're, they're, similar, yeah. they're similar lineup, like a Super 8, a Days In, and then a small casino. Ellis Island's definitely a much co cooler looking place, but 
and they have really good food and restaurants and all that. But it, like the and it's just like a block off the strip each way. Just seems very similar. You know, a lot of similarities for sure. Yeah, and I mean they're they're for sure. You're 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 right there. It's interesting that Station Casinos just got paid three hundred and five million dollars uh, for some right of ways because. Right now, they're redoing the whole Tropicana and I-15 interchange, and so they're realigning streets. And because of the inconvenience for their property there, they got $305 million. It makes me wonder if they kept it open just for that, for that all the clear, <laughs> to get that money in the bank. <laughs> but they say they're going to redevelop the land, but here's like the rub with that. I mean, are they going to build a casino there? Palms, which they owned and sold, and it really failed for them, uh, is just up the street. We've seen casinos over the freeway kind of struggle uh, like Rio and, you know, in Palms uh, all throughout its life. So I wonder if the redevelopment is really going to be a casino complex or we're talking about housing. It really is prime real estate, but maybe not for like a mega casino resort. I don't know, but uh, it'll time will tell. But Wild Wild West closed as of the time this video is out. They didn't even give notice, really, just a couple days. Pretty crazy. Uh, I don't think anybody shed a tear over it. <laughs> There's lots of truckers. <laughs> Truckers and their uh, and their friends of the night that uh, are shedding tears uh, there. Uh, so, but I mean, all of the move station casinos have made this year. They bought that land for like 178 million or 172 million on South Las Vegas Boulevard in Cactus. That's 126 acres for a future development. They announced Wildfire Casino down on uh, Boulder Highway in Fremont. So in downtown Las Vegas, of course, they're building Durango in the Southwest, which is going to be a nice uh, new. Big Casino Hotel Resort, and they closed those three casinos, Fiesta, Texas Station, and both Fiestas, Fiesta in Henderson and on Rancho. So, you know, they're just making moves, and if you add all that up, plus they have land holdings all throughout Las Vegas, it seems like they really are stepping up to become a much bigger player than they have been. Uh, it's interesting, they also sold the Palms in uh, this last year, so definitely a, a much different company just than it was a year ago. Yeah, it's weird. Like at the end of the article, it says they want to, you know, double in size or whatever by 2030. But I feel like they've closed more than they've opened. And I know it's strategic moves, you know, closing down ones that aren't performing well and, and focusing in different areas. But that seems like a you're a long way away from hitting that goal. And you've made it more difficult on yourself by by all these closures and sales. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. But, you know, I, I don't see them building a, a mega resort, like you said, with Palms right down the street, which already had like a lot of buzz when it was you know built and all that and uh real world and everything like if it can't make it with all that behind it how is this going to make it so i don't know i i was all for the the mega resort it's just the location was probably a bit off if it was a little bit closer to the strip i think it'd be uh you know gangbuster right now yeah it would have been very interesting if that got built just bad timing there uh but it'll be interesting to follow them as they go and uh, right now, like I said, they have the wildfire and Durango under construction with uh, more plans coming. So we will see. It's clear that they're giving up on the low end of the market and uh, they want something different. Uh, so we will uh, keep you guys updated. Now, did you see Swedish House Mafia at T-Mobile Arena? Um, it started out looking really bad, like really empty in there. And then, of course, as they do, they moved everybody down and in. And it makes me wonder, are we hitting a point where... You know, you're going to see more of this. Is there a slowdown where we're going to see a lot of empty seats? And then also, as we get more of these big venues, are we going to just have, like, people that can... Maybe they can fill 10,000 seats, but not 15, so they're too big for one theater, but not big for another. Is it really a bad thing if they don't fill up the uh, concert venue? Yeah, somebody said that was, like, for the opening act, and I guess they didn't come on until 10, so it was a couple hours later. But even if you're the opening act, how depressing would it be to come out to, like, 
a hundred, two hundred people. Like uh, you know, you're you're touring with this bigger name. You think it's going to get you some you know exposure, and there's nobody there. By the time the concert was kicked off, it was probably 80 percent full. So I think that was decent. But yeah, when you're building a two billion dollar you know showroom down the street or like right within eyesight it does kind of bring the question is is it too much are we there you know that first picture that you you probably popped up here now chris angel was was uh jealous of those numbers but other than that people would be pretty upset now when i saw you uh send that to me because you actually sent it to me i knew exactly why you <laughs> i knew exactly why that was going in the rundown so uh, yeah, you know what I'm you gonna go. do? Next time I go to Vegas, I'm going to a show. I have, I feel like I have to now. Yeah, you got to try to get backstage access. He'll punch you right in the face. <laughs> All right, now some bad news uh, downtown, and we don't have permanent news on this, but the uh, Sigma Derby at D Las Vegas apparently broke. It's the last one, at least in the United States, maybe in the world. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's like one of the old-fashioned horse racing games. You sit around the track, you bet on different horses. It's so much fun. It's upstairs at D Las Vegas. Um, I thought we'd talk about it just because I don't know if you've ever played it. I, my wife and I, or my wife's played it and I've watched and it's a lot of fun to do. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, the parts are rare for it, so we don't know if it'll come back. Uh, but if it does come back, a good reminder to people, if you're downtown, go play it. It's a lot of fun. There are newer versions of this machine, but they're not nearly the fun that the old one is. Yeah, they had something similar. I don't know if it was the same brand or not uh, in in Windsor across the border here in in Canada, back when it was Windsor Casino before it became Caesars Windsor. So they had something similar up there. They ripped it out when Caesars came in to put in more slot machines and stuff. But we always had a lot of fun playing it. I still don't know how to bet horse racing at all, but you just put some coins in and you pick one and you 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 just you know watch the horses run around and everything. So it really is a cool experience. I do think they need to build some more new ones, you know, the old ones they can't fix or whatever. But I, I think there is a place for this. It might not be a big money maker, but it should draw people in, and it is always a fun environment. So get rid of the the betting pits, the the video blackjack pits, and let's let's bring these back. Yeah, it's a great social like betting experience. It's not like you're going to win crazy amounts of money with them. Um, I remember, I think in the 80s and 90s, they were just about everywhere, and even into the 2000s. I think there were different variations, too. People out there can let us know. I think there was one, like, at Excalibur, I seem to remember, like, Camels, or maybe it was at Aladdin or something, but people can let us know what they were. But I think there was different variations, and they definitely were very common, and they've uh, slowly died off. I think MGM Grand might have had one of the last ones, and that died a few years ago, and uh, this one went down. So we'll see how it goes. But if it does come back... Make your way to the second floor of D and uh, it's kind of throw some quarters that, in there. That they can't like manufacture the parts, like have somebody you know create the part that they need and stuff. Like it shouldn't be that hard. It's all mechanical stuff back then. So I don't know, but maybe it's just the the money and time is not worth it. I guess. Yeah, we don't know, but uh, we're praying for you, Sigma Derby, uh, and uh, thanks to Derek Stevens for keeping that thing going for for so long. All right, so a new carousel bar is coming to Las Vegas. This is exciting. It's coming to the Grand Canal shops at Venetian. It's also going to be like a dart throwing place. So they're going to have like 20 bays for throwing darts. The carousel bar, which of course Circus Circus had their carousel bar. It's still there, but I think it's full of machines. It's not a bar anymore. Um, I always love those carousel bars. We went to the one in New Orleans, uh, which is world famous. And, you know, it's not like they're unique, but they're always fun to do. And they're going to have like a variety of food throw some darts, sit in the carousel. Looks really nice. The concept art looks great. Yeah, I, I, you know, the, those shops have, don't really have anything to draw me in, so I think this is good that they have something more fun where it's more high-end, 
luxury type of places. Like I don't feel like I have a need to go in there at all. So maybe this will draw me in. And I do think, you know, we've kind of made the switch for bar games to like axe throwing and stuff like that. And, and uh cornhole or bags and, and things like that. And darts is forgotten, which is like the original OG of, of bar games. So I've, I can't think of anywhere else, even around here that has like a dart specific rooms that you get like a little private area and, and play darts. So I think that's really cool. You know, throwing it back to something that a lot of people love to play. I personally love going and playing darts at a, a bar while you're watching a game or something. So I'm looking forward to this. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, it looks like an interesting mix. The carousel bar thrown in there, fun stuff. Uh, so we will uh, let you guys know. But the concept art, like I said, looking good. A lot of these new venues that are coming to Vegas are looking really good when when you look at them. All right, so there was a few interesting arrests at Harry Reid International Airport that made the news, and I thought we would uh, talk about it. Uh, because earlier this year, my dad got home. He flew home, right? And he stole somebody's luggage, right? He had Somebody had the same suitcase as him. He takes it. He gets home. It's like one in the morning because it was a late flight. Realizes he has the wrong suitcase, but he can't go back to the next day. Is there a whole bunch of and, like, uh, toys inside it, like in the movies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask. Don't ask. Uh, yeah, don't ask, don't tell when it comes to your dad uh, stealing suitcases. Now, he did go back the next day, get his other luggage. So I wonder how often that happens. But at the airport, two women were arrested for stealing other people's suitcases, apparently on purpose. Um, you know, conspiracy to commit a crime, burglary. They went and arrested them. And uh, they were watching the the surveillance. So it's interesting. I wonder how often it happens by accident. And I wonder if this was like how they identified these women as doing it on purpose and then went to their house and and arrested them. It's sort of interesting. They were uh, they weren't professionals. They just were hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Like the watch guy. Uh, Yeah, they weren't they weren't uh, prostitutes. They were just they were they were tired. So I gave them my room. Now, yeah, I don't know, because I see this happening a lot like on accident on the plane if it's by a luggage or even like the carousel grabbing it off so it would be kind of hard to tell you know so many people have like a black samsonite bag if it's something like that it's hard to, to distinguish for sure but i don't know how you tell unless they maybe have done it before and they've been keeping an eye on them or or what but yeah it's actually kind of genius it's pretty easy i feel like to steal at the airport and then there was a, a lady that got arrested too uh for skipping out on the check at chili's and then saying that uh, officers were uh, trying to harass her because she was so pretty um, that they never seen anybody as pretty as her. So it's always a fun day at the Las Vegas airport if you want to people watch. <laughs> One time we did order food at uh, the Vegas airport at uh, the California Pizza Kitchen. It was for breakfast. And our flight had changed, but we didn't notice it. We just happened to get there early enough. And we were getting, we ordered food and they had just brought the drinks but we hadn't had any, and they we ordered the food. She went back, and they paged us over the, th- the intercom. So we started walking over there like, you need to leave right now. So we did walk out on that bill, I guess. Hopefully they didn't ever make the food. <laughs> Lucky you. Well, you know if that happens to you, just say, you're just harassing me because you've never seen anybody as pretty as me. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of beautiful or kind of heartbreaking for me because I, you know, I have my custom MTM Vegas Golden Knights jersey, but uh, they've debuted or a leak of this new design of Jersey. It's sort of like the numbers have that like stardust kind of throwback look. Um, I actually like them. I think they look nice. Although I'm sad that my other Jersey is going to be obsolete. Wait, what do you so think? they're changing all the jerseys. Like this is just like think a new, I, a new, this might be their alternate. Jersey. This might be instead of their red. Yeah. I'm not sure because this might be instead of their red. Cause they did have a red third alternate Jersey. Um, and I, 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 it's, it's hard to tell. It seemed like it was a leak. So 
Um, I don't. Is I don't think they've like officially announced have, it. I mean, what have they been out like five years? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the Stardust thing. I think that maybe they were smart to kind of get some nostalgia in there, especially if it is an alternate jersey. I do hope they keep the the main jerseys, just because, like I said, selfishly, I have my uh, my custom jersey that I wear to games, and I and I like that. But I also like the red. My wife has Jasmine has the red jersey, and uh, that's really nice. So if they retire that, I'll be a little heartbroken there as well. But uh, it looks good. I think it, I think the design is nice. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I just wish they would have done it to begin with instead of making people buy more jerseys. But you know, they love to do that. Like, uh, won't name a team in Washington. You know, was a, the football team, and then they changed their name a year later so they could sell extra extra jerseys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was crazy. It's like what what's taking them so long to come up with a new name? Oh, we need to we need to go to committee. We need to figure out the right name. And then, uh, yeah, it just uh, conveniently took them long enough to sell a bunch of merch. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. So our last story, Oscars uh, closed down this week uh, for a minor renovation. And uh, as Plaza continues, that full redevelopment we talked about where they're building that kind of bar, carousel bar out by the entrance and they're building that smoke-free casino area. And Oscars is getting a new area as well. But that famous area inside the dome has been completely renovated with new booths, new carpet. It's looking pretty good and fresh. And uh, yeah, I like it. I uh, I'll put some pictures of the old versus the new, but I think uh, it looks good. It still looks classy, still looks uh, very good. But what do you think? Yeah, I got to check it out. I've still never been to Oscars, so I definitely need to, to make a visit. And if you're rehabbing the whole rest of the casino, then you definitely need your marquee establishment. I think you need to update too. So I think it, it looks good. And and I'm, you know, they're keeping it somewhat true to what it is. So I think it's a good move, and and I definitely am looking forward to checking it out. Now you've you've eaten there a few times, right? Haven't eaten there. Just had drinks there uh, with Oscar, or he was at the table next door. So I'll just say I had drinks there oh, with Oscar. Driving. I see where we were. Yeah, it's it was like, a long there, time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a good reminder. Like that restaurant's been there a long time now. Like I don't know, close to a decade. I don't remember exactly when it opened, but it was quite a while ago, and uh, it's been so successful. And that dining room is one of the most iconic ones. So it, the, the new look keeps that sort of iconic feel and look. Apparently, I read in the, in the article or somewhere on Twitter or something that they had to move the, the booths out, so the tables out. I wonder if it's just people are getting fatter now, so they had to give a little bit more space in between the tables yeah. or what that was about. But, <laughs> yeah, all that good food. It's hard to say. So, yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> But I'll get down there when I'm back in town uh, in a few weeks. I'll get down there, film the update on the construction to see what all the other stuff's going on as far as the pink box and all the other things uh, that they're doing at Plaza. But yeah, like you said, good to see that they haven't forgotten about good old Oscars. And uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. Let us know what you guys think about any of these topics, the new jerseys, of course, Wild Wild West. What do you think they're going to build there? The first Caesars employee dealing blackjack for almost 55 years. Pretty crazy. Let us know in the comments. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe. Smash the thumbs up button. Tell a friend about us. We'll be back with a new show next week. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you next time. See you next week.